That was the only thing. Could you just scream Ludicolo really quick, David? Not anywhere near the mic. It doesn't matter. Just, just do it. <laughs> we cordially request that you be our dinner guests as you join us for another episode of Wine and Dine. Well, I'm Ashley. <laughs> I'm Megan. And this is Wine, Wine and Dine. Dine. Backstory. We have to tell backstory so you guys understand why my husband is screaming what he's screaming. Me and Megan finally went and saw Detective Pikachu and we were talking about... about time. Yeah, we were talking about the movie and how, you know, certain parts of it we liked and what we didn't like. So I pretty much asked her when she came in through the doors, I'm like, do you feel it? Do you do feel, feel it in your jellies? <laughs> <laughs> the answer is always yes i do feel it in my jellies i do i i made that up that's not a real thing <laughs> but, but if it, you haven't seen it yet yeah do yourself a favor and go see detective pikachu mm. it is 100 percent worth it yeah yeah that was a really good feel good summer movie for me i really did you know we just it. did our summer books mm-hmm. and now we're on our feel good summer movie detective yeah. pikachu detective is a feel good P- summer movie yep it was just good. The 90s kid in me was so, so, so happy. Especially when Ryan Reynolds was sad singing the Pokemon theme song. <laughs> Pokemon, oh, it's you and me. I, I feel like I feel like every 90s kid was like, I've been there. I've been there. I've been there. My mom wouldn't let me have that Pokemon pack. You know, she wouldn't let me do that. She wouldn't. Well, I mean, I, I say that like as a normal kid. My mm-hmm. mom let me do a lot. I don't know if I've told you this, but I actually competed in a Pokemon card tournament when I was eight. Nuh-uh. Yes, I did. I came in fourth. Congrats, girl. <laughs> Thank you. It didn't medal. I didn't, I didn't get anything for it, but, you know, it was one of those fun moments when I did that. And then mm-hmm. the next year, my brother took my entire set of Pokemon cards and sold them on eBay. How much money did you get for them? $300. Nice. Yeah, nice for him. He had to do it because he got a parking ticket and oh, he had to no. pay it off. So he sold my Pokemon ticket. He sold my Pokemon cards, and then my parents ended up finding out about his parking ticket anyway mm. because now my Pokemon cards are gone. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That was a calculated risk, but man, he bad at math. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Greg, if you're listening, you still suck at math. <laughs> no, but pretty much, I, I brought up the fact that I was like, so we pretty much got a Pikachu Deadpool without yes. the cussing. And I honestly really liked that. I'm, I'm not okay with about it. it at all. I thought it was great. Ryan Reynolds did a good job. Good job. Uh, okay, uh, on to more booky things. Yeah. Are there any other sales going on at the end of the month? Because I think we're all sailed out. We're now, all right? sailed out. This was it. One and one, one and, and done. done. Speaking of one and done, do you want to tell them how your book <laughs> sale went? It was okay. The Hamilton County book sale, which we were super hyped about, which I didn't end up going to because it was the same week as Pride. Um, I don't know if you guys are in the indie area, but we had Indie Pride here a couple weeks ago, and, um, you know, we wanted to go to that instead, but... By we, she means her husband and, and her Taylor and a couple of our friends, yeah, yeah. so... <laughs> um, so, me and my husband decided, okay, you go to Pride we'll go to the book sale and we got a late start we didn't get up there honestly until a quarter till noon to be honest and we were only in there for almost an hour but <clears throat> it was so picked through that i walked out with i only walked out with one book my husband walked out with a journal and the co- uh, our copy 
our our now copy of The Crow because we don't have a copy of that, and that's oh, wow. Ashley's favorite Halloween movie. Uh, that's my favorite everything movie. Yeah. So. Well, other than that, Boondock Saints. I just like really bloody, gory movies. Yeah, you know, I haven't watched Boondock Saints in a hot minute. I need to. I need to watch that. It's real good. It's, it's real uh, good. it soup's good, guys. If you can deal with blood and gore and lots of cussing, <sighs> and the occasional nudity. Not everybody's cup of tea. Not everybody's cup of tea. But here's something that I noticed this year that I don't think I've noticed years past. Um, a lot of people had shopping carts and they didn't know how to drive the shopping <laughs> carts. Like, I mean, I don't know about you. I go grocery shopping once a week. I know how to push a shopping cart respectably to not hit people. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how many times I got bumped hit whacked with a shopping cart it was ridiculous okay if uh you don't know how to drive a shopping cart don't grab a shopping cart you need to be a man and carry all those (laughs) books okay like don't i mean i saw people like it was two people using one shopping cart and i was like that's okay i'm okay with that because you have multiple people putting multiple books in in a place i just had my bag with me like that's it i was putting books into the bag as i went it was just it wasn't it was sad it was a not a bad experience so like in my in the um insta stories i said it was a good turnout it was a good turnout there were loads of families there loads of people buying these book used books you know i was very very impressed with the turnout however the etiquette part I wasn't so so thrilled about. Now, I don't know if that was just because it was close to noon and it had been open for a few hours. So everybody was up at there, was doing their thing. Or it was just I didn't get lucky this year and didn't have as good of a time as I did last year. I'm not sure what the outcome was, but it was picked clean through. And I haven't seen that in a long, long, long time. There wasn't any back stock either. Oh. Yeah. So, like, what was on the tables and the books that were in the box on the floor? That was it. There was no towers. from last year. Yeah. There was no towers. Like, everything was cleared out. Like, it was, like, you would have thought I went on Sunday. Huh. So, I only walked out with one Make Habit book that I really wanted, which was Jinx. Um, there was a two full sets of the, her Airhead series, which I was amazed by, paperback and hardback. And there were multiple copies of the Princess, the first three to four books of the Princess Diaries. There was three to four copies of Avalon High, which I already have a copy of that, so I didn't yeah. pick anything up. Um, yeah, but mostly the books that were there were really like. Twilighty. The giant box of Twilight's always there. I feel like that's like a staple. <laughs> Find the book of Twilight, and then your day is better, which I was happy I found that right off the bat. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, I don't think it was a really, it wasn't as good as my past years, which makes me a little bit sad. But at the same time, I kind of. I walked out of there and my husband's like, well, you didn't buy a lot. I Like, he expected me to, like, have a lot. Yeah, fill your bag Fill my bag up. And I was like, well, you know what? I kind of just want to go to half price. 
And I kind of want to take that money that I had been saving and buy all of the new books that I want. Yeah. At a discounted price. So, I haven't done that yet, but... That that's the, the plan. That's the plan. I think it sounds like a pretty good plan. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry that the Hamilton County sale wasn't as spectacular as it normally is. I think it was... I think it was... They didn't have a lot of good stuff this year. I did see one girl grab the the daughter of the pirate king, and I literally wanted to yank it out of her twelve year old hands because I you wanted give me that. I wanted that really bad, and she like picked plucked it out of one of the boxes under the table. I was like, no, all right, fine. I hope you enjoy that kid. You please enjoy that book. <sighs> oh well, yeah. Loads and this is kind of the lull time for book releases, I feel like, because we just got through with Book Expo, Book Con. So all the arcs that are dropping, the big name ones, were out, which amazingly enough, Holly Black's book, um new book that's coming out at the end of this month, was not there. It was teased to be there, but then I guess um Epic Reads decided to yank it at the last moment. Huh. And it did not. It did not have a launch pad at Book Expo. So I'm wondering if maybe they're doing some last minute tweaking on it, or Holly Black's doing something to the book itself. Is it still coming out at the end of this month? Yeah, the release date's still the same. Still set for November, but it wasn't at Book Expo, which is bizarre. Cassandra Clare's um, new. I don't know. It's it. She. It's part of her. Um, shadow hunter world but it's like a whole nother branch um something chains i mean the name is escaping me okay um but that debuted and that's not set to come out until february of 2020 huh and it was it was teased there at book expo so i'm not really sure what's going on in the epic reads world but they'll get it together they'll get it together I believe in them. Yeah. So that's kind of what happened at the mid in in the mid year. It a lot of weird things have happened, but a lot of great things have happened. Um, bookish wise. So I'm really really happy. So we've far. read a lot of good books so far this year. Yeah. I mean, I'm still So, I thought I was going to get out of my slump with Good Omens. Um, and then I pretty much turned right back around and dive right back into the slump. Like, I don't know what's going on. I have no desire to pick up Good Omens. I kind of want to pick up some of the other books that I that I hold. But at the same time, I'm like, eh, YouTube? Yeah. <laughs> YouTube, Lucifer. Lucifer, I've been, I've just been like, we're OTing it hard at work right now. So I feel like anytime, like, I have downtime, I just want to do mindless stuff. Yep. Because my work is so daunting. I understand that. But I think the last, yeah, the last book I read was Serious Moonlight by Jen Bennett. And I gave it, I think, five star, honestly, to be, to be true. But that was back in April. That was the last thing I read. Huh. Yep. I gave it three out of four stars. And I, that was the last book I read was, that was the beginning of May. Wow. Yeah. So, the only time that I didn't read anything was April. Mm-hmm. I've read at least at least one book every mm. month. Right. So I think I've been doing pretty good. Well, I think that's a pretty 
comparing like our jobs our jobs are both daunting so for us to get one book a month done i'm pretty impressed with us now when i switch to nights you best believe if i want to read i'm gonna be reading all night long like i don't need to do laps in the gym and like a lot of the people that i work with will work out in the gym after the kids are gone to sleep and i'm just like why do you want to do that we've been on our feet dealing with these kids for the last four hours why do you want to just sit back and relax just sit back and relax i mean that's also why i gained so much weight working here nights though so (laughs) maybe i should work out a little bit but how about like audio book you could audio book while you ran oh god that involves running i've done that though and it's amazing i enjoy that amazingly enough you like running yeah huh i don't i do a run walk so like i will walk for a little bit and then i will run and then i'll go back to walking and then i'll run but it's like for every like it's like for every two minutes of walking you have to do one one full minute of running i think okay it's one of those weird things maybe that'll be something that'll get me into exercising is run walking yeah or just getting on the treadmill and doing like a brisk walk pace yeah and listening to the audiobook um so far over the whole year i've read 15 books dang girl my goal is to read 35 books this whole year on goodreads and i had been so good i had been reading three books a month that's definitely gonna get you to your goal yeah and then like i hit that that rut yep and i never i have not come out of the rut and i'm getting kind of peeved at myself because i want to be out of the rut See, I'm now hitting the whole, like, angry part of the book slump to where I'm in the book slump and I'm angry because I'm in the book slump and I want out of the book slump, but I don't know how to get out of the book slump. Well, just revisit our episode on book slumps. I know. And get yourself out of that funk, girlfriend. I think the best book I read this month so far, honestly... I have to say Ace of Shadows. I don't think I really talked much about that book. I audiobooked it. Um, but it's it's called Ace of Shadows and it's by Amanda Foodie. Yeah. Okay. So the byline is Welcome to the City of Sin, where casino families reign, gangs infest the streets, and secrets hide in every shadow. Emma Salta was raised as a proper lady, and no lady would willingly visit New Reigns, the so-called City of Sin. But when her mother goes missing, Ina, or M, or Ian, it's, her name's spelled really E-N-N-E, N. Anna? N? Yeah, N. Must leave her finishing school and her reputation behind to follow her mother's trail to the city where no one survives uncorrupted. Frightened and alone, her only lead is a, is the name Levi Glacia. Unfortunately, Levi is not the gentleman she expected. He's a street lord and a con man. Levi is also only one payment away from cleaning up a rapidly unraveling investment scam. So he doesn't have time to investigate a woman's leading a dangerous double life. Ends offer of compensation, however, could be the solution to all his problems. Their search for clues lead them through a glamorous casino, illicit 
caveats and into the clutches of a ruthless mafia domain. As in unearths the impossible secrets about her past, Levi's enemies catch up with him, ensnaring him in a vicious execution game where the players always lose. To save him, Anne will need to surrender herself to the city, and she'll need to play. Ooh. No, this book is awesome, and is so it, it was so riveting. Like, I don't really feel like the synopsis gives it enough detail. So, like, the Anne goes to the city because her mother, her her um, adopted mother, has gone missing, and she thought her adopted mother was a kind of like a proper lady that just like was really good about finances and and such and along those lines come to find out her mom is considered one of the more known um activists for the old order so like the old regime had these this family that had purple eyes and the purple dye families could create what's called volts and volts is basically how you make money okay so her mom is for the old way, but because of the regime being felled and the gangster families taking power, you know, a lot of people don't talk about that. Well, they think that's why her mom has gone missing is that she got entangled with this with a secret. No, it's yeah. a secret society um, called the House of Shadows. Yeah. The House of Shadows. And what they do is this mystery game that they play is that you get tarot cards. And certain tarot cards mean certain things. And if you end up with the Joker, it means there's a hit on you and you're going to die. Oh, no. Yeah. And Levi gets... The Joker. The Joker. Uh Uh-oh. So... Okay, yeah. The, the fool, fool, the joker. Whatever. I don't do tarot cards, so I don't know. But maybe one of our listeners says tarot cards, and if that offended you, we apologize. We don't <laughs> we do not do tarot. We respect it. We just don't do it. Yeah. But it's a really, like, atmospheric book. So, like, this, this city of sin is so atmospheric. You have three different, like, gangsters. You have the doves, you have the knives, and you have another family that's escaping my mind at this this point um and levi is the lord of the irons so his is old town he controls old town he can basically like anybody who lives in old town that's his people okay but i loved this book i thought it was so awesome i can't wait the second book's already come out king of fools and that picks up immediately after the end of Ace of Shadows and kind of where Anne and Levi are now marked as like notorious thieves and they have huge bounties out on their heads. Okay. So I'm super excited. I that was the that I think that was my best read I had so far. What about you? Okay, so I'm looking it up really quick. So that I can also read the synopsis for you. Okay. Honorable mention, I guess, of the year so far is Whiskey in a Teacup by Reese Witherspoon. There you go. I love that. I'm so happy she wrote a book slash cookbook party style book, I guess. 
don't know. She talks about her life, but yet at the same time, she puts all these recipes and party ideas in this book. And it just, it so much attuned to my soul. I loved it. So, have you ever read a book that's... It's been a while, mm-hmm. and when you go back to describe it, mm-hmm. it sounds vaguely familiar, but you don't necessarily remember reading it all that well. Does that okay. happen to anyone other than me? You are also talking to the girl that read Eve three years ago and can tell you exactly what the cover looks That's like. That's true. That's true. Okay, so I have this really bad problem where I mm. will love a book, and I know I love the book because I can remember looking at the cover and saying, yes. Yes, I remember reading this book. I remember liking it. Mm. But if someone were to ask me to tell them what it's about, I'm like, um, I remember the main characters' names. <laughs> like, okay, so. What's the book? The book is called Premonition. It's by Amy A. Bartle. It's I don't a, remember even you talking about this book. I read it in February. I don't even remember you talking about it. I might not have. I might not have even finished it in February, like, because it's a five-book series, and I don't remember finishing all five books. Mm. Um, but it's volumes one through five is called Premonition. It's the, uh, like, once again, it's by Amy A. Bartle. Mm. And it says, in this memorizing, mesmerizing adventure steeped in drama and fraught with heartbreak and humor, 17-year-old college freshman Evie Claremont is plagued by nightmarish premonitions of destruction. Mm. Discovering that she's not entirely human, fellow student Reed Wellington is torn between killing her and protecting her. Intimidated, yet undeniably attracted to Reed, Evie falls in love with him while she faces the prospect that she may be an evil spawn. Mercilessly hunted by a sinister and seductive Brennus de Graham, the magical-powered king of the Celtic fairies known as Gavincaw, or Ganicanaw, I never figured out how to say that. Ganicanaw. Knaf. Griff? You mean this one right here? No, this word. Okay. Gan... Kanaf. Sure. It looks like Ganon. Yeah, a little bit. And I was just like... (laughs) (laughs) Evie tries to avoid becoming Brennus' queen, only to find that their destinies are irreparably entwined. So, basically... Why does that sound like Need? I don't know. I haven't read Need yet. That basically sounds like Need. Oh, really? (laughs) Yes. So, basically, first off, the one thing that I remember about this book is that she's a 17-year-old college freshman, and I was like, uh. Okay. And all I could think of was, do you remember Raffaella? Yeah. She was, like, a 16-year-old college freshman. So, I'm just sitting there, and, like, the whole time I was reading this book, I was thinking of Raffaella and the main character's <laughs> point, because... <laughs> I really hope she doesn't listen. Raphael, if you listen to this, I promise that's a that's a good thing. That's <laughs> you're you're in a book to me now. Oh my gosh, poor thing. Okay, but so she has to leave the school to protect everybody that she loves when she finds out that she's like a demon spawn, mm-hmm. and Reed has to go search for her, and um, she falls prey to forces that she like didn't even know existed the fairies mm. um and doesn't know how to escape that brennis de graham guy who is like a total dickweed oh no Gosh. um and then she has to make a deal with brennis to rescue her friends because her friends become unwilling slaves to a demon um yeah <laughs> um and okay. then uh reed ends up finding her and helping her escape the demons and 
finds out that some demons are inescapable and those are your own and then it's mm. like a big show of redemption and I sort of like I said I sort of remember reading this book I don't remember you talking about this book that's what's throwing me for a loop and that's why I was like are you sure this isn't like you read the synopsis and then went out and purchased read or need because that almost sounds <laughs> like word for word like, like need. need well no like the whole like she doesn't know who she is. She finds out that, you know, she's supposed to be with this fairy. Or, like, the fairy wants her to be her his, her queen. And, yeah. Oh, we got a copycat. Mm, maybe. I, it sounds a little bit different, but. Anyway, that was the biggest book that I read this year. That was, like. The longest one that you've read? Yeah, that was the longest one that I've read. Because it's a five-book series. And I don't think that I finished the whole thing. Because I don't remember how it ends. I don't think I've done anything like that. Hang on, let me look back at my list here real fast. I've actually just read a lot of, like, one-and-done books this year. Which is kind of bizarre. Typically, I don't do that. I typically read, like, series throughout the year. But... The other mm. one that I want to give an honorable shout-out mention to mm. was that in January, I read Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone via audiobook, mm -hmm. and that was fantastic. I know I talked about that at one point, yes, about how I love the guy that does the audio for that. Mm -hmm. He could lull me to sleep, though. Not in a bad way that he's so boring, <laughs> but, like, if I needed to put on something to fall asleep to, mm -hmm. just barely listening to that guy's voice could put me in the deepest of dreams. Mm -hmm. And it would be all magical and Harry Potter-related, I'm sure. So, hmm. um, so apparently the theme of this year is either standalone novels or the second to third, second or third book in a series. So, like... Anarchist or, or arch enemies, which is an, um, oh crap, what's the name of that series? I don't know. Uh, and it's a Marissa Myers thing, and I can't Renegades. Um, so go. that's book two in that series. I read Unearth, which is book one in a two book saga. Ace of Shadows is part is book one in like a three to four book saga to be in, to be determined. The Last Life of Prince Alistair was the finishing book to a, to, to a duology. So, like, I feel like this is going to be the year that Ashley just, like, either reads standalone books or finishes series. Because that seems to be, seems to be the theme here. My theme took a hard turn. So, my theme was all young adult, as always. Like, I mm -hmm. read Flesh and Bone in January. Yeah. I read a book called The Vampire's Witch. Then I read Accidental Bad Girl. I read, mm -hmm. uh, you know, just, like regular young adult books this year right. and then in february mm -hmm. i got real obsessed with a guy named bob hickman now i don't know if i've <laughs> talked about him on this podcast Wait, he's the evangelist yes guy? he's the evangelical <laughs> guy that believes that god is in his body and i went on kindle and i read all of his books oh because all gosh. of his books are available on kindle um, they're like $19 for a book. So I thought it was going to be like a decent sized book. That thing is like eight pages long. So yeah. you're paying a lot of money for this book. Mm -hmm. But the gist of the book is as follows because it's repeated over and over again. Mm -hmm. God entered into my body as a body of my same size. Like me floating into you or you floating into me. <laughs> he says that in every single one of his videos. He says that in every single one of his books. Oh I got obsessed with this guy. <laughs> I've watched all of his videos. Yeah on youtube if you ever just want to sit there and be like man don't do meth <laughs> look up bob hickman 
I can't believe you just said that. Oh I gosh. had to. I had to. Oh I'm sorry. Gosh. But if you ever just want to have one of those moments, look up Bob Hickman, God Entered Into My Body, and I promise you, you will just, you will die so laughing. So, from February to what? February to March, the whole month. That's all I did was I watched his videos, and I, um, I think I read Flesh and Bone in February, actually. So, I, I still read a book, but, mm-hmm. like, I read all of his little standalone books. I think he has, like, three or four of them. Oh, my God. It's bad. One of them is on real estate. So you 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 drank the Kool Aid. I drank the Kool Aid. I drank it hard. <laughs> oh I am God. I'm a Bob Hickman follower now. <laughs> oh no, no. Gosh. Okay. Worst book on your list. Like I think as I just in like about it. no, as in like I I could not finish it. It was horrible. Do not read it. Don't. You read those cover to cover. Okay. You can't state That's that those true. are bad. But I mean, like those might not be a good book to read as in like you might want to rethink your life (laughs) but like I don't know I can't think of a book I got one that I didn't finish I didn't like one of them as much and that was the vampire's witch Mm -hmm. because I just thought it was too much really it's too much paranormal going on all at the same time Ooh, but you love that paranormal life i know and but i read the whole thing and i thought it was enjoyable ish mm-hmm. but i thought that they they were it was too tropey for me really yes you for too me. tropey for you there's vampires and witches and one of them is a vampire witch and then there's romance going on okay i feel like that is a little bit of a stretch right? it's just too much all at once can't be a vampire and a witch that's just bad (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't work (laughs) so uh mine honestly i've actually liked everything that's been on my list except for i was anastasia oh i forgot about that one yeah that's the only one on my list that i have but no you didn't dnf that one yes i did you did okay Mm -hmm. out of the 15 books that i have read this month that is the only one, or out of this month, out of this year so far, that I have DNF. I have read 14 books cover to cover this year and only had one DNF. Well, that's better than me. I only read eight, and my goal was 50 at the beginning of the year. Do you remember you that? You can do you, still do it. Do you know how much catch-up I have to play? You said when you, okay, typically when you go on nights, you read a book. I read a, a book a night. A book a night. Yeah. So, and you have to be on nights for how many months? Six months girl you're fine (laughs) you're fine you get that no problem because if you think about it realistically if you read a book a night and you're gonna work three four nights a week three or four nights a week depending on three to four nights a week okay so we'll just do the max we'll do four four nights and there's four weeks in a month so there's 16 books right there there's 16 books and times that by six six so I could read 96 books? Yeah. I don't think I did that right. I don't think you did that right. Where's our math guy? Math guy! <laughs> oh, he has his headphones on. <laughs> Hang on. No, this I is what I calculator's did. for. What? 16 times 6. Is that 96? 96. I was right. You were right. Holy crap. Look at you. I could double my reading time if I you wanted could to. You could double your and reading that's, time. And that's if I read a book every single night. Sometimes so we like, like to play games. Sometimes I might exercise. So, right. I mean, I so you have so much wiggle room, honestly. That's true. You're going to be fine. Nights, here I come. I was going to say, I, have, I promise to read 35 books this month. And that's at least two books per month. <sighs> yeah. You can do it. I, right do now, it I'm caught up. So if I don't, I have to read at least another book 
I have to finish one of my books that I've started this month. So all together, tell us every book that you've read so far this year. Okay. I've read Arch Enemies by Marissa Meyer. Dumplin' by Julie, Julie Murphy. Royals by Rachel Hawkins. Unearth by Amy Kaufman. The Conspiracy of Us by Maggie Hall. Undead Girl Gang by Lily Anderson. This was just funny. I, I have to say, this was like a laughing book that I read. I read. That was just a good fun it book. It was just a good fun book. Um, the Burning Maze, which is book three of the Apollos trilogy by Rick Riordan. Whiskey in a Teacup by Reese Witherspoon. Should I count the one I DNF'd? Yeah. Okay. I Was Anastasia by Ariel Lawnhorn. Map of Fates, which is book two in the Conspiracy of Us trilogy by Maggie Hall. Ace of of Shades by Amy Foody. The Last Life of Prince Alistair, which is the second book in the Prosper Redding trilogy by Alexander Bracken. Alex Approximately by Jen Bennett. Matched, which is book one in the Match Silly Match trilogy by Ali Cody, C O N D I E. Condi. Condi. And then Serious Moonlight by Jen Bennett. And then Book Slump. And then literally right after Serious Moonlight, I pretty much hit a roller coaster of a book slump. I've started. 29 Dates by Marissa De La Cruz. I've started A Wicked King by Holly Black. I've started and almost finished Good <laughs> Omens by Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett. And I'm just going to, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to push through on that, honestly. You can do this. Like, I just need to go and just push through. So, you did way better than I did. <laughs> I was going crazy at the beginning of this, the beginning of the year. I was like pumping out almost three books a month. Uh-huh. But then again, I was driving an hour to and from my, so I would drive an hour to my work and then I would drive an hour back and I would audiobook books like crazy. Yeah. So, and then I didn't switch jobs until like literally the end of February. And then when I got my new job, I read one and a half books a month and then I hit the book slump. Yeah. So the only books that I've read this year is Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone via audiobook. Uh, Flesh and Bone, who I don't have the authors written on these so I apologize, but mm. Flesh and Bone. I read all of Bob Hicken's books. Uh, the Vampire's Witch and Premonition. I didn't read anything in April. That was my big book slump month. Uh, Accidental Bad Girl and Good Omens. And Good Omens doesn't count because I still have, like, that much to go How many? What page are you on? Uh, let me see. I'm kind of wondering if we're at the same spot. Because there's a lull right now in the book that I just can't get through, and I'm wondering if you're at the same point. I am 86% of the way through. Okay. So... You're a little bit further than me, then. I am on page 344 of 388. Yeah, no. I'm on page 288. So I'm in the lo- the lull right now where Adam is starting to actually do Adamy things and <laughs> the witch and the witch hunter hooked up. Yeah, that was weird. 
Agnes, Agnes predicted it. So you got, she had to do what Agnes said she needed to do. Like, no, that's the thing. Is that her great-great-great-great-great-grandchild, like, lives her life yeah. by this book. That's true. And it's bad. <laughs> but she predicted it. She pretty much stated that this that they were gonna like get together, so she got together with him for the sole purpose of completing a prophecy. And then if you can see my phone, it says for June, last life of Prince Alistair with <laughs> exclamation points, because I'm going to finish that book this month. If it kills me. <laughs> then I gotta add that to my ever growing TBR list. What? So, like, I have those three books I need to finish, and then I have to reread The Last Life of Prince Alistair. Oh, I know, I know. When you're done, so I have to read your notes. At least my notes are funny. I thought my notes yeah. were funnier this time around. Your, your notes are good. Yeah. They're very sarcastic sometimes, and I like it. <laughs> it's like, that's my Ashley. So, I don't feel like, okay, looking at looking back on it now, because originally I was going into this going, man, I'm not doing good. I'm not doing what I thought I was going to do. This book slump is hitting hard, and I just can't seem to drag myself out. But then, like, looking back, 15 books. You're almost halfway there. I'm almost halfway there. And, yeah, I don't feel as bad. And I don't think you're not you're not as bad off as what you thought either. I'm nowhere near where I want to be, though. True, but you have so much potential to catch up. That's true. You have more potential to catch up and get it than I... I mean, I'm going to have to stick to my stick to my yeah. stuff I don't have very much wiggle room you on but the other you hand you also don't have 8 hours of free time to just be able to read every single night True. so I have to build in my time which is honestly that was my goal was to create time this year for whatever I wanted to do mm-hmm. so I honestly feel like I am living up to that mentality still like, if I want to do something and it's important, I make time to do it. Exactly. And I am I feel like that has honestly done better for myself than years in the past. Which is all that matters. When you make a goal, you just want to try to stick to it. And I feel like you've done a really good job of taking your New Year's resolutions mm-hmm. and making them into, like, lasting habits. Well, I think you're doing pretty good yourself, too, honestly. Mm-hmm. But yours was what? To be a better version of yourself? Yes. You're getting there. (laughs) (laughs) At least we're being honest with ourselves. (laughs) Well, and I think that's part of being a better version of yourself is being honest. I feel like when we talked about our book slumps and how we were going through that, I feel like that was us being honest. That's true. That's something that, that we were both struggling with. And I think that does make you a better version of yourself because I don't think in the past you would have talked about that. I wouldn't have. I would have pretended it wasn't happening, so. Yeah. <sighs> all right. Well, that's all the books that I have. Do you have anything else that you wanted to add before we wrap this up? No. I, I'm I'm really happy with our progress. Even though it doesn't feel like progress, I'm happy with We're, our progress. We are progressing. We are progressing. This is the mid-year of progress. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Well, I'm Megan. I'm Ashley. And this is Wine, Wine and Dine. Dine. The ladies of Wine and Dine would like to thank you for listening to tonight's episode. If you have a wine you would like to suggest, or maybe something you would like the ladies to read, please email us at wineanddinepod at gmail.com.
Are we supposed to make mid-year resolutions? Like, did I just Can do a thing? Can we do that? Okay, mid-year resolution. Uh, stop following Bob Hickman so much. Okay, mid-year resolution. Eat all the cookies. <laughs> oh, I love your resolution. 